Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another podcast episode on Talk Architecture with your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaqub. We are continuing on the four agreements and under the topic of unconditional loving yourself for the architect, we start with today's episode talking about the second agreement. The second agreement is don't take things personally. Have you been taking things personally? Whatever you do, may you be a content writer for social media, but in this case, the architect at the office, whatever you do, the day-to-day job that you have to come across, which dealing with other people, you might get comments or feedback that you do not want or is kind of negative to you and which it would be critical. Like, um, is that all you have? Or um, I think you're missing something here, a document and, uh, you know, um, it's kind of late and you've got to sort this out quickly. Or your boss calls you up and say, I thought I told you the other day that you were supposed to do that job and you did not do that job. Or your consultant, the other consultant, the engineer says, your drawing is not enough for us to work on our drawings. If you look at it simply like that, if you look at it, just take it on the chin or, you know, you say, okay, yeah, that's your opinion. It's not my opinion. I did my job as what the boss asked me or I did the documents correctly and not insufficient like what the engineer said and so on. You just take in the chin and, and tell yourself that you've done the job. What would happen if you did not react? What would happen if you did not say, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll do it better and so on. But knowing well that you did what you did or knowing well you did your best, knowing well that you actually in that situation that you had before, which is limited in its way, you did your very best. And that you delivered. You said you were impeccable with your word. Here it is. I've done the job that I need to do. Because there could be many reasons why they said what they say. But the biggest reason is, it's their problem. It's their problem if they found they find fault in you, in your work. It's their problem if they have an opinion and they want you to agree with that opinion. That goes back to the agreements. The idea of agreements is that it's an opinion first and then the other person receiving the opinion or hearing it out agrees to that opinion. 
so what you do is you just don't say anything and move on. And what can they do? For the boss, you could they could always do it themselves and not ask you to do it or get somebody else to do it. Because you know where you're at. You know that you've done your best at that time. You don't need to take that crap. Sorry, I'm saying crap. You don't need to take that criticism. The same with the consultant. You know that you did all the drawings that is required. And that's the best you did that day. And you were on time with the deadline. But why is that an opinion as such? You may not agree with it, so just go on. If that consultant is going to going to report it to the client or to whomever, that's their problem. They may not report it. So is your boss. They may not do anything because it is their opinion which you don't agree. And it's very well within your right to not agree. When we talk about rights, there's something else. There's a little sidetrack to this discussion. It is your right to disagree because you have your own opinion. And if you were to say your opinion, I did the job. Didn't you notice I did the job and it was in this file and stuff like that and I gave it to you? You could answer like that, right? Yes, you could. Because that is your opinion. And then they might agree with you saying, oh yeah, you're right, I didn't check that email, says your boss. Or the consultant, um, you say to the consultant, I did everything on the deadline and it was agreed in the contract. And um, it's all there that is, that is required. Then the engineer should, would, wouldn't want to give an opinion back or they would, okay, yeah, I'll check it again. And then there was nothing from him after that. Hence, everything is fine. What is the issue here? The issue here is at that moment in time when there was an opinion given to you, how you take it on the chin and how you actually respond is, <coughs> excuse me, the most important thing. How you were in that situation at that time receiving that opinion, whether you agree or not. It is not easy, obviously, to do the day-to-day job and then having to cope with so many things in a day to be, like, calm and collected and peace at peace with everything around you, maybe chaotic, and all sorts of opinions here and there tr- being thrown about from your co-workers to your um, boss or your consultants and the contractor on the job when you went for site supervision. You could be a people pleaser and, and, and just, you know, just agree with the opinion and don't want to make a fuss. And then it ends up that you got an extra job to do, that they have taken your time. So the second agreement that Don Miguel Ruiz said, don't take things personally. When you feel uh, like 
said threatened. That feeling when somebody gives an opinion and you feel that you somehow at fault, you feel threatened or you feel like um, it is something that is, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, um, something that is hitting you on your face, something that you you felt like your identity or feelings of your self-worth is being downgraded. You know what I mean? You feel less worthy, say, say like that, I think. You feel that you have to prove yourself, yeah. Or something, you felt something lost. That is that feeling where you may agree with the other person. Or you may end up trying to be a people pleaser because to compensate for that uh, self-worth, you want back your self-worth by people pleasing. But you are not wrong. You are right. You have your own opinion. Why didn't you counter that uh, opinion? Why did you agree? Maybe you don't want to make fuss. Maybe you feel at the back of your mind, if I don't say yes to my boss, he will not give um, a raise. Now, I feel very much about this issue because I had been a people pleaser myself. And end up that I had to do more and more work, get overwhelmed and overloaded with work. I didn't see it at that time. I couldn't see it. Um, maybe I was too uh, busy and I didn't have time for reflection. Um, or I didn't have time to actually research on what's happening at the workplace. We all don't have time. We need like a mirror or we need like somebody to tell us, you know, to, you know, imagine you have a mirror going about following you and that mirror, well, it is a person actually, but just say this is a magic mirror, right? It follows you around and then at that moment, nobody else can see that mirror except you. When your boss said, uh, you didn't do the job that I asked you to do last week, that mirror would, would, tell you quickly are you sure he's saying the correct thing are you sure that his opinion is not wrong did hold on don't feel threatened don't feel that your position is going to be um you know um you may lose your job or don't feel that you know will not get a raise don't make it like a notch on your um, failures. You think, you see, that's the thing about failures. If you get to a chance to actually think about failures, who says you're a failure? I always had this conversation with my students about, you may think it's a, you may, uh, okay, your lecturers may think it's a C+. Plus, but you can think of it as an A. You're the one who's evaluating your work. Now, the thing about grading or it's like evaluating, right? You fail, you succeed. Who says that you're a failure? Who said that you failed? Who said that that is a failed thing? 
So we live in this world where we need to succeed all the time. The winds must look a certain way. So we tend to be afraid of making mistakes. And the crux of it all, we are afraid of losing something. Losing ourselves, actually. And it is inevitable that all this has to do with unconditionally loving yourself. The whole effort in being in working in an office, working with other people, having social interactions, having uh, to do, you know, co uh, collaborate or uh, connect with other people and, you know, having all these things. These are actually things that will make you be able to learn about life, about how people are, how you are. And is there in whatever situation. That's a workplace situation, obviously. And at home, there are similar situations where there are situations at home, which is not, of course, similar to the office, but which are kind of like um, things where have to do with feelings of being a failure or not. So the set mind, you know, you have a, thinking or uh, the way you gauge things every day just throw it out of the window how what do you think what you have been thinking about which you you have had adopted this way of thinking about failure from your mentors your previous mentors or, or teachers or professors or even your parents at a very young age, the way you think about failure is to do with grades. So when, when we talk about grades, yeah, um, it's a way, it's a way for you to, to push yourself so that you get a good grade and a good chance and opportunity to go to a good university and get a scholarship and so on. If you don't, then what? Is, does that mean you're a failure? That's the thing. I used to think like that as well. I have to get good grades and, you know, and so on. I went into architecture uh, because I can draw. And um, there were... Uh, I didn't get that good good grades uh, for my O-levels. Uh, but I managed to go to diploma in architecture. And I sort of found values about how one needs to live... And by the third year, after my uh, repeat year, in fact, I started actually reflecting on things. And when the lecturer gave me a C plus, I thought it was an A because I did extra perspectives and I learned a lot. So I gave myself that A. And no one can take away that A from me. Although the lecturer gave me a C plus, why should I agree with the lecturer giving me a C plus. And I'm glad I didn't agree. In my heart, in my mind, it was an A effort. And I there was once I explored a cable design, a cable structure over a bowling alley or something, but they still gave me like a C or a C plus. I was a C plus student, but it didn't stick to me. I changed, I tried to, uh, learn how 
to score. In fact, for my design thesis, I got an A, but I thought it was a B because I was, excuse me for saying this, but I was uh, really a bad person in my, with my housemate. I thought I was, I was giving a problem uh, with my housemate and I don't think the whole design thesis was to me an A because I was a bad person. I mean, I, I, I was telling people off, so I'm not a bad, bad person, but telling people at home while I was sharing accommodation with other people, telling them off. And I think there were other reasons as well. I have forgotten some of them, but I didn't value my design thesis as an A. And maybe it has to do with the design thesis itself. It could have been much better, or I, I wish that it had more drawings or something like that. But there was me being truthful to myself, and I was critical to myself. At that juncture, I was still moving ahead because I wanted to do better and better than that A. So don't take things personally in your life. Was I taking it personally when, when I got the C plus? No, I didn't. Was I taking it personally when I got the A? No, I didn't. Why was that? Because I, that was an opinion, but I'll take it. You know, an A is nice, right? There's maybe an award or a prize to it. Yeah, great. But deep in my heart, I want to improve further. But of course, I've learned so much from then. I mean, those were decades of my life after that and uh, other challenges and stuff like that. So when you are in office, day-to-day -day things, just feel yourself calm and collected and listen when somebody tell you that oh, that's their opinion and I don't have to agree with it. And my reaction is, I just just do my job. If that person becomes aggressive, that's another story. That person just leave it like that. You know, they give you an opinion. They want to see whether you agree. And then you just don't, what do you call it? Don't show any, um, anything. Or you say something back, like I said earlier. Um, you know. But when you see that person giving that opinion, maybe they're having a bad day. Just want to tell you off. Just want to tell anyone off. It's about them. They just want to process their anger. They just want to let out their steam. And it's nothing to do with you. That's why it is nothing personal. So when they gave me that C+, fine. His expectation is different than my expectation. When they give me an A, I call it a B. It's okay. I have things to do to get myself to the real A. Or I know very well that I could have done better. I mean, it's just their opinion. Even if it's like a so-called a good thing for you. Even in the Facebook comments. So if you use social media, if somebody... um. You know, the thing about when somebody got an award or they got anything, you know? Yeah, people say congratulations or happy birthday. That's fine. I mean, this is kind of innocent in a way. 
But just say if you got an award or something, congratulations, congratulations, you get a bunch of congratulations. Um, that's great. If I'm somebody telling the world, I got, you know, telling it in the social media, I got this award and so on. Why should I like the likes? Now, you see, I also do this. But think about it. Why must I get so excited with the likes? Because it's habit forming that, that when I post something, which is fine, you know, and I don't get likes, then I get downhearted or, you know, disappointed. That's the problem. It's a habit thing, habitual thing. If I get into a habit where um, I don't really post things or I get into habit, what do you? why do you post things on social media? So... Sometimes you could do other things. Other, uh, you could enjoy life better when you don't post on social media. It doesn't mean you don't have to post at all in social media. Now, I know that this opinion is um, sort of... Um, um, it's not a popular opinion. But I think that a lot of people would agree about this thing about you have the habits of wanting to look at likes, the more likes and you'll feel validated, external validation, You want, one could say. So I question myself, why would I, I like to see my post get a lot of likes? And, um, but if you're in a business and it's necessary for you to get a lot of likes, then it's, you need a strategy or a tactic to go and get a lot of likes if that's going to get you more money and you are, you know, that you have gone into business and don't hide the fact that it is a sponsored post. So the truth is kind of important as well in where you got to be truthful of what you do, why you do them and so on. And that reflect is reflected in architecture education, in architectural practice, so in architecture education, when you deal with students of architecture, just say you're the tutor and the students uh, did something and you had a bad day and you just don't want to see anyone after that student shown something to you, uh, a drawing or something, you, what you can say to the students, I promise you I'll see you tomorrow first thing at 9 a.m., and we'll get to the bottom of this. So just try work out, work on more, um, work more on your drawings, and and I'll see you tomorrow. Or you don't really want to see the student tomorrow. And you said oh, that's fine. Just yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay, go. Um, just develop it to the scheme, schematics. You're lying to the student. It's an outright lie when you say it's fine and go to the schematics because they have to sort it out before the schematics, whatever concept or ideas that they have. You know, sometimes the first person that we need to be truthful to is ourselves so that, yeah, not sometimes, all the time, the first person. And then we don't give bad opinions, so we don't give gossip or we don't give hearsay or mischievous um, words to anyone and they are more impeccable 
and that's what we should do and um, and it would be it would be a better way to communicate with others and therefore a better way to to lead our lives so yes loving yourself unconditionally for the architect series now part 2 that is I'm concluding don't take things personally thank you for listening out there have a good day